Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Claire Venice. And I'm Joff Lacey. We're in the All Together. At the Open Air Pool in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open-air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. This week we're at the Great British Skinny Dip at the Open Air Pool. But fear not, it's radio only and not a visual episode. And while we stay tightly wrapped in our beach towels, we meet organisers from the British Naturalists, as well as participants enjoying a dip in the pool, and pool manager Tom Callingham. And director Cat Wooden talks about the Lion and Unicorn Theatre Group's upcoming production of The Canterbury Tales. The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The Peapod. Good evening, Geoff. Claire. (laughs) Uh, Good evening to you. What a gorgeous evening. A lovely evening. The sun's gone down. We're surrounded by shadows. And I must say, this could be one of the longest recordings we ever do. I think it's probably the most unusual and potentially risky Risky, (laughs) Peapod we've ever done. But I'm have really you enjoying your, it. Have you opened your eyes yet? Because I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? If you said to me, what would be your preferred thing to do on a Friday evening on a hot summer's day? Yep. I would not say I'm going to go to the Great British Skinny Dip at the Petersfield Open Air Pool. But I have to say, I'm really glad I'm here. Some wonderful people here. It's a huge event here. Really it's, well um, attended. We, we speak later on to... Um, we've already recorded our interviews, haven't we? I mean, they've... Really interesting stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Joff, I have to ask you, it'd be wrong not to, have you ever skinny dipped? No. Because I remember last time, no, I remember I think one of the first times we came yes. to the Petersfield Open Air Pool to record a Peapod, we were talking about skinny dipping and yes. said that we might at some point, but at the time it wasn't, I don't think it was allowed. It wasn't allowed. Well, this we is a private function. This is a private function, yeah, so we, I wouldn't be able to do it Every day. No. You wouldn't be able to do it every day, but if you have a private event like this, yes. So, you um, you tempted, Claire? I don't know. You know, I have my cosy on. And yes. I have a towel. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly, because it's such a gorgeous evening. Yes. Why would you not want to go into this beautiful pool? So, so, let me ask you the question. When you're in L.A., you must have done some skinny dipping in L.A. I have. I have done. Not with quite so many people, and with people that I knew at the time right. and it was a bit darker as well although the lights were on in the pool right it's great fun but i'm not sure i think that's maybe my my slight sort of nervousness about maybe going well, we've, have, we, have we reached a certain age where we think should we be doing this i think it gets better as you get older doesn't Does it? it that whole well why not type feeling. Right. you're not feeling that job well, I'm, I'm, I'm having to breathe in for a very long time at the moment relax no, because well, no, <laughs> show the stomach. Well, you've got your cosy on. Your yes. stomach is out. <laughs> Claire, mm-hmm. the, the idea of coming here was suggested by one of our fellow volunteers at Shine Radio, Mr Phil Humphreys, and he's dragged himself out of the pool to be with us here in the Crosstalk. Phil I've done many things with you on stage. Wow, is all I can say. How's it for you at the moment? It's fine for me at the moment. I feel really comfortable. You two guys are the odd ones out here. Everybody else has got their kit off and they're just not bothered. 
I said to you, Phil, the other day, when we saw you earlier in the week, I said, oh, you know, I'm really looking forward to this recording, but I'm not sure what to wear. <laughs> Easy. My wardrobe's full of this stuff. <laughs> To, to be fair, I'm, 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 not, I'm not really a true naturist as I stand here this evening because I am wearing a hat. Yeah, what, why are you wearing a hat, Phil? The sun's gone in. Well, it has just now. It's just dipping down <laughs> behind the trees now so that even the hat might come off. Oh, so how long have you been embracing naturism? Going on 30 years. Um, why? What, why? What attracted you to well, um, this pursuit? Like a lot of people, it first started when we were away on holiday with the kids and we went to a naturist beach and we thought, why not? And then we just kept going to those beaches and then going to those uh, holiday sites abroad and taking the kids with us and, and just normalising it. Uh, as, as you will hear from others, it's a completely asexual experience. It is, it is just about feeling comfy in your own skin. Um, and, yeah, feeling the wind on your skin, feeling the water on your skin, and hopefully not that bird. Yeah. <laughs> now, you do other naturist events. You like to ride your bike, I believe. I, I did do the Portsmouth Naked Bike Ride this year. I've got to say, it's not up to the standard of London and Brighton, but, you know, good on them for giving it a go. And that's a very much a protest about um, oil and car culture and... Uh, destruction of the planet, as well as celebrating body image as well. Now, Phil, there are a lot of men here this evening, but not so many women naturists. I know. Why is that, do you think? It's one of those chicken and egg things. Until there's more women involved, there won't be more women involved. So British naturism got a, a whole campaign going of getting women into naturism and holding women-only events so that now, they can have the joy of just feeling comfortable in themselves. Now, if you're at a naturist event and you feel uncomfortable, then something has gone badly wrong. And we want everybody to have a, a happy, relaxed time. That's the point of naturism, really. Yeah. And do you think that women don't feel as comfortable with themselves, with their bodies, than the men do, on the whole? I, I've got to say, yes, I, I think there is a little bit of that going on. And we have got... I mean, one of the things that we combat through naturism is that that body culture thing that photoshopping that you know unless you've got your face on unless you put on your makeup you can't be seen in public and it's nonsense everybody's beautiful in their own way so phil why do you put a load of makeup on when you go on stage <laughs> <laughs> to keep up with you <laughs> good answer Phil, I'm really pleased you invited us to record a Peapod And here. I, Thank I you hope very much. you're enjoying the evening, and I hope that we will get you in the pool at some point. We may go in the pool, but the bathers will remain on. Next time. It sounds like there might be another one in the future, so maybe <laughs> you can work up to it. We would love to hear from you. See if you have a story you'd like us to cover, or would just like to say hi. Please call or WhatsApp us on 01730 555 500 or you can email team at shineradio.uk coming up pool manager tom callingham and head of the board of trustees linda nutson tells us what's in store at the pool this summer
But first, it's a good job it's a warm evening as the skinny dip begins and we find out more about the British naturalists. Naturism is booming in Britain with an estimated 1.3 million Brits embracing the life-affirming joys of being publicly unclothed. And thanks to the pandemic, British naturism is seeing the fastest growth in new members in 100 years. The naturism movement has its roots in Germany when the free body culture emerged in the 1890s. And we're certainly surrounded by many free bodies this evening at the open air pool. Let's meet <laughs> Deputy Regional Organiser of British Naturism, Colin Taylor. Colin, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. So, tell us all about naturism. Naturism is about doing everything you would do normally, clothes, but you take your clothes off and do it. <laughs> And why is it so popular, do you think? For, for many reasons. Um, it's a, a, you get a real sense of freedom. Um, stripping off and, and wandering around is a, a, a great thing for mental health. Um, it helps people a, a lot. Um, and it is just that feeling of getting back to nature. How long have you been a naturist yourself? I've been a naturist for decades. Um, I don't think I could tell you a date when it started. As a a teenager, I enjoyed um, wandering around naked. Um, So I was a home naturist for most of my life um, and uh, decided, I think, as I got older. um, And do you know what? Covid had a bit of um, an effect on me and I thought, why not? Um, And so I'm I'm now more publicly... um, naked um so go to loads of events and uh, happy to go for a walk naked as well and it was so it was quite a big step for you to go from the the safety of your own home to an event like this yes it was but it it felt right after a couple of minutes um so i went to an event in um the naturist foundation in kent um which was a real ale and jazz festival. I love real ale, I love jazz, and I love being naked. So uh, <laughs> it didn't take me long to, uh, to get used to it. But why is there still a stigma attached to naturism? I think it's a, a, a wrong public perception that um, being naked equals sex. Um, and it couldn't be farther from the truth in naturism. Um, it is an asexual uh, experience. Um, so I think it's um, we need to perhaps educate the public um, and and having more public events like this um, where it's not restricted just to um, British naturism members helps to do that. Is it just um, just a normal British reservation about this thing do you think? To, to an extent but I think where people have gone abroad to Europe um, and further afield it's it's more common to see it on the beaches um, if you go to Spain it's, it's, it's not unusual to, to see naked people on the beach um, and a lot of people, I think, started to do it when they went away on holiday. Um, and perhaps it's the weather in the UK that stops people doing it here quite mm. as much. Although a recent um, poll we did with um, Ipsos showed that there were 6.75 million people in the UK who identified as uh, naturists or nudist. Wow. And has that number increased over the last sort of 10 years or so? Yeah, so if you go back 10 years, um, you're looking probably at 4% of the population, and my maths isn't good enough to tell you what that is. Um, but the equivalent um, in the last survey was 14%. What do you attribute that to? I think as more and more events happen, people are more, pardon the pun, exposed to uh, naturism. Um, 
it, it's about normalising naturism. So seeing people on a, a country walk uh, without clothes, um, people will get more and more used to it. Um, and that's why these sort of events are great, because um, we get publicity um, in the local press and on radio, um, and people know about it. Um, and the majority of people who see somebody naked on a country walk don't have a problem with it at all. And what would you say to someone who wants to get into naturism? How, how, how would you... Do it. <laughs> I know, it sounds really s- simple. Just looking for encouragement here. It can't be just as simple as taking all your clothes off. It's, you, you've got to feel comfortable in yourself, and the best way to do it is to start at home. Um, you know, like me, I was a home naturist for years. Um, so... When you get up in the morning, go for your shower, just don't put your clothes on. And then just increase, increase it, go out in the back garden, sit and have a beer in the back garden. Um, And then go to one of our events. I mean, looking around here, the age group is an older age group. Are there younger generations as well embracing naturism, do you think? There are. I mean, traditionally it has been a sort of an older population, but actually in that survey that I referred to, um, the biggest group um, was in the um, 18 to 25. Um, So you're seeing an increase. What we're not seeing within British naturism is them joining us or joining um, naturist clubs. Um, And I think that's just the way young people work. They don't want to belong they want to just go and do pay for it and get on and do the next thing and what are your thoughts of petersfield i think it's great i've not been here before i'm i actually live in kent so it's it's been quite a a trek over for me um but the pool looks lovely um and certainly i I know they've had some work done uh in the last couple of years and it's great it's a lovely spot colin it's been really interesting talking to you thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us The P stands for Petersfield. I think it's an amazing place to live. The Peapod. In his second season as general manager at Petersfield's Open Air Pool, Tom Callingham has a fun-packed summer events calendar for you to enjoy. Hello, Tom. Hey, Geoff. Not bearing anything at all this evening. Not joining in with the fun? I am. Uh, I'm enjoying the fun, for sure. Um... I, have, I had to manage. I had to manage the event this evening, Joff. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to talk about what you're wearing, actually, because you have <laughs> you have set yourself up to attend here, but not quite, have you? Well, I'm, I don't want to rush straight into these things, Tom. You know, it's uh, it's a big step losing one's costume. Uh, for us all, Joff, I'd say for us all. <laughs> yeah. yep, and, I, yep. and I did promise my family that it would be kept on. Why did you do that? Uh, <laughs> You've come to a skinny dip, John. <laughs> I know, I know. Must have been a lovely day today. Yeah, we've had some nice busy uh, weekends, not overly busy. We've got a new booking system that we're running with this year. That's really helped us out, so customers can not worry about queuing because they know they've got their spot. Uh, but no, we've had a nice busy half term, nice weather, uh, and a nice team that we've got here this year. Some new staff have come in, uh, and... Really, so far, so good. Really happy with how things are going. And how long can you book for? Uh, As in how long? A session? A session, yes. Right. Well, we'd like people to stay for as long as possible. But um, if sessions are full, i.e. if someone were were attending a session and the following session were full, then we would have to clear the pool. If there was any opportunity for people to stay on, 
you know, if, if we could accommodate uh, people to stay on, that's probably what I should say, then we will absolutely uh, allow them to do that. But I would just say don't uh, count on it. Don't, don't be upset if, if uh, you know, we do clear the pool at the end of the session. Because it can be busy. But now we're in um, back to term time, you really should have the opportunity to spend a bit longer here. And the weather is looking amazing. I mean, we are really lucky this evening with this private event, but the weather's looking great coming up as well. So this is your second year as general manager. What are you looking forward to this year? Oh, well, just precisely what you said, more of this fantastic weather. Uh, But again, working with the team that we've got here now, um, I've got a nice sort of second in command, if you like. His name's Harry, he's doing a great job here. that's, that's a big thing for me, working with a team, getting along with people. Yeah, there's, there's an element of training up and, and everything else, but that's, that's what I enjoy doing, uh, spending time with the staff, but also seeing families here, seeing different groups of people enjoying the pool. Um, that's, that's, that's a lovely way to spend the summer, I think. So, yeah, spending, spending the summer with, with nice, happy people, that's probably what I'm looking forward to doing. Great job you have, Tom. Thanks. Great job. <laughs> We're now joined by Linda, who's been on the Peapod many times. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Joel. Lovely evening. It's beautiful, isn't it? Private event. Have you had many private events? Um, in terms of in terms of uh, private parties, yes, it's it's proving very very popular, and um, of course, uh, we still have some um, availability. Do do have a look on the website or inquire within. But uh, yeah, it's a private hire on an evening like this. There's no better venue in Petersfield, I'm sure of that. Agreed. Now, Tom, <laughs> is this a first? A skinny dip at the open air pool in Petersfield. Is it a first for this pool here? Well, as far as I know, Linda, I don't know if you well, know anything I've been else. Involved, I've been involved with the, with the trustees and, and, and involved with the management of the pool for over 20 years. And, it, and in my knowledge, it's the first time we've done that. What attracted you to this type of event? I think we felt, why not? You know, mm. the trustees sit and said, you know, we, we want to be inclusive mm. to all parts of society and people who, who uh, want to do different things. We're not... Um, naturism is not offensive to anyone. It's very nice that they can come and swim in a safe place. Um, and we all know about the water pollutions around our, our uh, area, particularly in Langston and Chichester Harbour and around the beaches of our area. So to come of an evening and be amongst like-minded people in a place where you're not overlooked and it's nice and private in a safe and beautiful surroundings, well, why wouldn't we allow um, the skinny dip to happen in Petersfield Open Air Pool? Yeah, and I think it's... It's nice to see, I mean, we're just looking around now, everyone's so, so comfortable in this environment. I just think it's a really um, healthy thing to be you know, here, um, yeah, no clothes on, completely naked, but absolutely comfortable in your own skin. I think that's, that's a, a beautiful thing, really. Um, completely uninhibited by, by your body, it's, it's fantastic. Um, that's just sort of hit me now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's lovely, it's really nice. So in regards to other events happening here at the pool coming up, I understand there's some yoga as well that happens poolside? Yes, we have a regular uh, yoga class with um, Wild Nest, uh, Maria there, and they're running, I'd say we're about every uh, every other week at the moment, so a couple of months, uh, and it's there's a lovely spot, you can see it now on the far side of the pool where we have the sun just about this time, uh, and that's open for anyone to, to book. Uh, it's very popular, but we've also got a, uh, a private event coming up on the 23rd of June, uh, Shanni Yoga, uh, and that's another one. You know, you can you can come along. Uh, I think the numbers might, the availability might be a bit greater for that one, uh, but that's a one-off at the moment with Shanni. But I'm sure that's going to be a great success too. Um, but no, 
we're open to all of these additional events and, and activities and, and so far they're proving very popular. And people can hire for private parties, yes. say for a birthday party or a reception of some sort? Absolutely. Uh, we offer our, our hires Friday, Saturday and Sunday evenings. We do still have some availability in June, so do contact us on the info at petersfordpool.org email or give us a call if you'd rather. It's, it's a beautiful spot. Um, we've got the barbecue here. We've got uh, the lifeguards are included, manning the port. It's a nice safe space. And pretty soon we're going to have inflatables, the giant inflatable from mid-July. Um, so you can ask about that too. Great kids party. Um, as long as they're five and above, they can have a great time. Up to 60 of them on the giant inflatables. It's, it's, it's a blast, I assure you. It is great. That reminds me of We Are The Champions. Do you remember that from I the 80s? I do 18s? remember that. It's a knockout. That's what it reminds me of. We can't. Oh. That's going back a few years. Going back Joe. a few years. Tom, Linda, thank you for joining us. Have a lovely evening and have a great summer. Thank you, Joel. Thanks, Joel. Coming up, the Lion and Unicorn Theatre Group prepare for their production of The Canterbury Tales. But before that, here's our latest What's On Guide. The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? Church's College is holding an open morning on Thursday the 15th of June. Come and see the school in action along with a welcome speech by the headmaster. For more details and to book your space, go to Shine Radio's events page. Broxfield Choir is holding a summer concert titled Gloria on Saturday the 17th of June. The concert will take place at the Holy Trinity Church in Privet from 7.30pm. Tickets are £20 with refreshments before and during the interval. It's the car boot sale on Sunday the 18th of June at the Avenue Pavilion, encouraging us all to reduce, reuse and recycle. The sale starts at 7.30am and to book a pitch, go to the Town Council's website. Also on Sunday the 18th is the Spirit of Music Festival's concert of Schubert's String Quintet in C Major, generally acknowledged to be his best chamber work. The concert takes place at St Mary's Church in Lys at 5pm. And as part of Homestart Butts' 25th anniversary celebration, there's a dusk till dawn walk on the summer solstice. The moonlit trek covers 18.4 kilometres of the South Downs Way, ending with a celebration as the sun rises on the longest day of the year more details, go to the Homestart Butzer website. If you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can listen to a new episode of Dogs With Jobs, celebrating the key workers of the canine world. This month, Kate Fairweather meets Florian, the cancer detection dog, Iggy the trainee, and Asher, who was shortlisted for Hero Dog of the Year at Crufts. To listen to Dogs With Jobs and more, go to shineradio.uk, bringing you also great music and local information all day long. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. You heard him earlier. Now, here's Phil Humphreys talking to some fellow naturists who've been involved in the skinny dip. I'm here with a chap who I used to know from our work many, many years ago. What do you think of the opener pool in Petersfield? It's beautiful. It's the first time I've been here, although I live close. And it, it's just an idyllic setting on a summer evening like this evening. And we've been very lucky with the weather, haven't well, we? We have indeed been very lucky with the weather. I hope you've got plenty of sun cream on. Um, not yet, because I'm about to go in the pool, but I have it with me. 
Good man. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm now actually sitting with my feet dangling in the pool, and it doesn't feel too cold. It's beautiful to in here. A lady who's, who's been having a lovely swim. Tell me, how are you enjoying the pool? I'm always enjoying a skinny dip, and the pool is absolutely lovely for swimming in. <laughs> And have you come far to be here today? Uh, we came from Portsmouth area. Oh, so not well, too just far. down the road. Absolutely, yes. And it's always handy to, you know, like to support these things and the skinny dip out in the open air. And I've heard lovely things about this pool, so I had to give it a go for myself. Well, we're hoping that perhaps now they've broken the duck of skinny dips. Perhaps this could even be a regular event. That would be amazing. We've tried to do this all over the country, and uh, I've been to many of them, and we really hope they're going to be more regular. Well, I won't hold you It's well turned out. (laughs) You can go and do another length now. I'm just grabbing a few words with one of our lifeguards. Hello. Hello. Um, I bet this is a bit of an unusual event for you. (laughs) Yeah, the first one. (laughs) Are you not tempted to get in yourself? Um, No, after working all day. It's a great day for it. How, how does this rank in terms of fullness of pool to how it's been the rest of the day? Pretty much the same. It's been pretty busy today. It was busy a lot earlier. But this is quite busy for the evening swims. Yeah, it really is. Quite so, a few people here. Well, let's hope we get the chance to come back again. Yeah, would you like to? Oh, absolutely. Love to, yes. Make it, make it a weekly thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, have a nice time. Thanks a lot. I've now got myself lying down at the deep end of the pool <laughs> with a few of the folk who are just taking a breather from a few lengths so tell me how are you enjoying the open air pool tonight it's absolutely fantastic we've got the ideal weather for it it's incredibly refreshing and it's the most comfortable i've been all day <laughs> yes it's beautiful actually you know the weather's so wonderful and warm and uh, the water's nice and refreshing Tell me, if you can sum it up in a sentence, what is it that you enjoy about being naturists, about having a skinny dip? It's it's the feeling of the water against your skin rather than being constrained in swimwear. It's so easy, you don't have to worry about wetsuits or anything like that, or wet swimsuits, you know, it's a a lazy person's way of enjoying (laughs) (laughs) Always go for the lazy way out, that's what I'll vote for. Thanks so much for chatting with me. (laughs) You're welcome. The P stands for Petersfield. It's like the best town ever. <laughs> the Peapod. We're joined now by Nigel Newman, who has organised the skinny dip here at the open air pool in Petersfield. Hi, Nigel. Hi, yeah. Great to see you. Thank you. So why did you choose the Petersfield Open Air Pool to hold the events here this evening? Excellent. Very good question. So the answer is uh, I'm part of British Naturism, which is a national group of naturists. And uh, this part of... Uh, the country comes within Laser, which stands for London and South East region of British Naturism. And we organise events all over the country. And I'm in charge, along with two other people, of organising events in this neck of the woods. So we had a contact from a local BN member, a chap called Stephen. And he said, why not come along to Petersfield? So I looked up on the internet, wonderful location. And uh, we're delighted to be here. It's so popular, in fact, we've sold out. Uh, so it's, it's a wonderful location, the sun is shining this evening and it's a good example of people enjoying the freedom of naturism which is the whole point of what we're doing today. And what other events do you hold? So we hold events uh, all over the country, we do naked heart walks, we've got naked heart walks coming up uh, later in the year. The one that I'm personally organising uh, is at Rainham Marshes uh, which is in Essex and it's at a nature reserve 
and people can come along there. They can go to uh, nakedheartwalk.co.uk and find Naked Heart Walks all over the country. It's in support of British Heart Foundation, which British Naturism are paired up with. I'm going to be there, my wife's going to be there, and hopefully we'll get as many people there as we have today here. I was say, there, there is a lot of people here. I mean, I think the, the weather's helping, and, and I imagine the location is too, but were you expecting this to be quite such a popular event? Uh, you can never tell before these things happen. Uh, what I would say is that the, the tickets have been selling really well. It went on, um, on order back in uh, September, and uh, here we are um, much, much later, and we've had a, quite a flurry of tickets in the last two weeks. So I suspect when people could check out the weather. But the good thing about naturism is uh, you don't necessarily have to be outdoors. There's many clubs around the country. I'm part of one up in Essex called Springwood. Uh, where we have a big indoor pavilion and we have discos and parties. There's all sorts of things going on which naturists can enjoy. It's not just outside, although obviously the warm weather does help, particularly in the UK. Definitely. <laughs> so how long have you been involved in British naturism then? So I've been involved with British naturism for about five years. Um, and my introduction to it, oddly enough, was uh, through my wife, because uh, she got invited by one of her friends to come and visit a naturist club. And she said, I can't possibly do that. And uh, we did. And it's the best thing that's ever happened. Uh, it can, it, what it does is it, it demystifies um, this sort of British thing about having an embarrassment about being naked. Uh, there's, there's a big sort of advertised thing. You've got to have the body beautiful. You've got to be a muscle man or you've got to be a supermodel. Well, the truth is, no, you haven't. And what naturism does is a great liberation of people. It allows them to be themselves. There's no judgment. No one's looking at me and going, oh, he's got a bit of a posh belly, or looking at my wife and going, she's a bit plump around the waist. If they do that, it's their loss. Uh, it really doesn't bother us at all. You can be free, you can be in the open air, it's healthy, you've got the sun on your body, and people aren't judgmental. That's our view. And where's the favourite place that you've done naturism? Uh, I think it's to do with your mental attitude, actually. I think you can be naturist almost anywhere. Uh, I'm part of a, a Christian naturist fellowship and I've done meditation uh, naked in my back garden with the sun shining on me. Uh, I've got a little sort of um, prayer mat that you go on and you, and you sit there um, in meditation and it's, it's wonderful. So I think it's to do with your mental attitude more than the location. But the answer is you can be naturist anywhere providing it's warm enough. What do you do in the wintertime then? Obviously lots of indoor activities. There are. So British Naturism organise events uh, all around the country. They take over a whole hotel. They've had uh, one already in Bournemouth. They've had oh, one in Blackpool. They've got more coming up uh, later in the year. Again, another one back at Blackpool. We've done some of those. Uh, hugely successful because you're inside an enclosed environment. They put on shows and events in the evening. They've got comedians. They've got bands. Uh, many of the naturist clubs, and I'm part of one, as I say, up at Springwood in Essex, uh, and we have uh, discos and entertainment, quizzes, and it's, it's all good fun. It's just it's indoors because sometimes, uh, many times in the winter, it's not warm enough to be outside. A bit chilly, absolutely. Now, you mentioned you've come from Essex. Do you know how far afield people have travelled today to come to this event? Um, I don't, but typically people will travel quite a long way. Um, I'm not sure the furthest person, it would be an interesting quiz question actually, I could get the megaphone out and, and ask, who's come the furthest, a, a prize. Uh, but people do travel long, long, long way. Uh, we live in Essex and we've travelled up to Alton Towers for a big event 
um, that has been uh, very popular, organised by Midlands Naturist, and over 500 people in a location all in one go, all, all naturist, uh, and so people will travel all over the country because it's such a, a wonderful experience. It's very interesting, Nigel. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much, and enjoy your evening. Thank you very much. We've mentioned in previous Peapods about my face on posters plastered around town, advertising the Canterbury Tales. Director Kat Wooten talks to Shine Radio's Laura Shepherd about this interesting and humorous production. This is Laura Shepherd at Petersfield's Shine Radio and I am in the garden with Kat Wooten. Hello Kat. Hello Laura. Kat is directing the Canterbury Tales for the Lion and Unicorn Theatre. Tell me about Ellen Yu. Ellen, you have been going since the 1960s, I think, early 1960s. They were a bit of a breakaway group from the Winton players. Um, and they tended to do the more interesting, edgy stuff, which is why I joined a few years ago. I think in about 2006 was when I first joined. Um, and I just like the interesting stuff that they do. You're taking the Canterbury Tales on tour. Whereabouts can people see it? We're at the lovely new Henry Warren Hall in Nywood. Uh, then Thursday we're at Petersfield Museum, although it is actually sold out there. Uh, but there are still tickets left for the Friday and the Saturday, which is at the lovely Great Roundhouse at Butser Ancient Farm. Oh, it's just fantastic watching things inside the Butser Roundhouse. How do you choose what kind of play suits that kind of venue? History. <laughs> I like a bit of history. Preferably if he's got bonnets, frocks, that sort of thing, I'm in. <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so we've done, um, I think we started with Tess of the Durbervilles. We took it there. Then Canterbury Tales in 2014. Then things like Boudicca, Beowulf, and then Lilies on the Land most recently. But, yeah, it's got to have a bit of a historical theme to it. Tell me about Canterbury Tales. Canterbury Tales. So it's the premise is that four alchemists um, managed to keep Chaucer alive since 1400 because they found the elixir of life, um, but he's not quite alive. Not quite dead, but not quite alive. And so um, in order to fully bring him to life, they're going to perform five of his stories uh, in a kind of interesting, bonkers fashion. (laughs) Okay, this sounds very intriguing. So which of the stories will you be performing? So uh, we start with a pardoner's tale. So that's all about um, some young hooligans uh, and money and greed and poison. Um, It's quite dark, but quite funny. And then we've got the nun's priest tale, which is all about singing chickens uh, and a fox. And then we've got The Wife of Bath. So The Wife of Bath, um, it's all about feminism, I guess, really. Yeah, Um, And then we've got The Knight's Tale, which is short, hilarious, especially when you see tunics, men's <laughs> knees, and, and they're jousting with mops and things like that. And then we've got The Miller's Tale, which is your classic pokers bare bottoms that sort of thing (laughs) okay so I have seen the most amazing poster around town and it is of course of Joff Lacey who you will know from the Peapod how have rehearsals been going have you been having fun we've been having a lot of fun a lot of silliness I think poor Joff, his face is now across the land, isn't it? In <laughs> all the local villages. I think his sons are mortified at seeing their father's face. But yeah, no, they are really good. It's a really good good bunch of people. So we've kind of 
borrowed some people from Winton's and PTG. So we've got Jack May, who's very good. Joe Stevenson. Uh, Joff, obviously, is very funny. Mary Carmichael, who is a fairly recent member to PTG, was in the Adams family and 9 to 5. And she's joined us as the wife of Bath. Uh, we have Beryl, who's a long-standing LNU person. She's amazing. Uh, who else have we got? Ali Hill, who was in the original Canterbury Tales... Um, and she's doing the music and she's written a lovely theme tune for us and she'll be playing that on a variety of instruments including kazoos. Uh, then we have Miri Bradder as well, um, she's one of our younger members. She plays several different characters too. So yes, there's lots of costume changes, ridiculous props. Um, there'll be lots of sort of squabbling I think behind the curtain as people are trying to find their costumes in the dark. So it could be very entertaining. What's funny about it? What's the best thing about it, do you think, to make people laugh? I think the characters. We've got some... They're, they're kind of stock characters. You have your kind of lovelorn suitor who's really nerdy, Absalom. Um, you've got goddesses and gods. Uh, a sleazy kind of miller who's drunk. They're just larger-than-life characters, I think. How do you adapt to different venues? So you're doing several village halls, and then you're doing the museum, and then you're doing the roundhouse at Butser. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be flexible. <laughs> I think um, we always have the cart. So a few years ago, um, lovely Jonathan West, he built us a lovely cart. So we use that as our stage, and we fold it down, and it becomes a stage. And then we have a curtain behind that, maybe a table, a chair, and then a bucket of props, and we keep it really, really small so we can fit it all in a van very quickly at the end of the <laughs> evening and move it to the next place. So simple, yeah, minimal. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Kat. You're very welcome. If you'd like to see this production of The Canterbury Tales, you can purchase oh. tickets at One Tree Books or via the Lion and Unicorn website. And that's it for this week's Skinny Dip Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to our guests this week, Colin Taylor, Tom Callingham, Linda Knutson, Nigel Newman, Phil Humphreys and Friends, Kat Wotton and Laura Shepherd. Thanks also to our wonderful and ever-patient editor, M. Sefton-Smith, and the Shine Radio team. She certainly earned her stripes this week, didn't she, Claire? <laughs> yes. So, from Claire and I this week, <laughs> bye! bye. <laughs> Come on, Petersfield, let's build a band! A beat from Dragon Street, and a snare from The Square, a bass from Penn's Place, a gliss from Liss, and a fill from Bell Hill. Ooh, some vocals from us locals, and the Dave Gilmore of Tilmore. Only Petersfield's Shine Radio plays original music from local musicians. The Local Showcase with Mandy P is sponsored by Brickyard Studios. Petersfield's professional recording studio, rehearsal space and PA hire. The Local Showcase, Thursday nights at 9 and always online at shineradio.uk.